This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The 1-1 pitch is drilled into the gap in left center field, and that ball is gone. A solo home run. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward by Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU Baseball fans. Welcome to Goss Stadium in Corvallis, Oregon for Game 2 between the BYU Cougars and the number 20 Oregon State Beavers. My name is Jason Shepard. Happy to be joined by my broadcast partner, BYU Baseball Director of Operations, Tuckett Slade. And Tuck, BYU battled a very potent hitting team last night, falling 1-0 in Game 1. It's time for that kind of performance once again from the pitching staff and then see if the bats can come alive. Yeah, we need another great start today. Easton was fantastic, but you said it. The bats need to come alive. I mean, one hit yesterday, which is crazy because we only had the one hit, but we had multiple times we had runners in scoring position with a chance because of walks and whatnot, a chance to score a run and couldn't get that big hit. But the bats have to come alive today, Shep, if we want to have a chance to win a game. Yeah, and you'll hear head coach Mike Littlewood talk about specifically the bases loaded and nobody out situation, and it's time to hear from the coach. Our pregame conversation brought to you each and every game by doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. And we saw a bit of a different lineup yesterday. And I asked Coach if we'll see changes again tonight. You'll see a few lineup changes. We're going to see a left-hander. Um, and so we just need to look at what left-handers that we feel in, in our lineup can handle you know, 93 to 95 mile on our fastball with a good slider from a, from a left-handed pitcher. <laughs> so uh, we'll see some changes. We'll probably go right-handed heavy. You know, I'm, I'm debating right now to leave Freddie Achikarian or not. I like what he's doing. I like the, the at-bats he's putting and the leadership he brings. And so there will be some changes tonight. What did you make of last night's game? It was a scoreless game into the bottom of the eighth. Obviously, the team had opportunities to maybe take a lead, just couldn't get that hit. Well, I mean, we, we had opportunities. That's the thing against um, you know one of the top pitchers in the, in the entire country, not just on the West Coast, the entire country. And he was sharp. I mean, he had good stuff. And I thought we had a game plan going in to be ready to hit fastballs. We we did that. We just missed him. You know, we, we were popping him up. His fastball had good ride. The thing that we didn't execute game plan wise was when guys getting scoring position, which we had bases loaded, nobody out in one inning and punched out three times because he went to his changeup and we knew he was going to go to his changeup. We just couldn't make that adjustment. We just couldn't sit on the changeup and and uh, he punched us out three times and that was kind of a mo- momentum shift. But we hung in there. We we did a good job and you know we had a chance to beat uh, a really really good team on their on their field where they don't lose a whole lot. And so um, Easton gave us a chance to win. We just could not get that big hit. Side comes in. We get to start tonight. Zero and one. What do you need from Cy tonight? Consistency and uh, just maybe a better mental approach to take a deep breath, to settle down, and to just take the stuff that he brings every single day in practice and in inner squads, take that onto this game field tonight. He's got dominant stuff. I mean, he really does if he just pitches. And so uh, we're just looking for a quality start, uh, just similar to what Easton gave us last night. Get into the fifth, sixth, and and uh, we're within striking distance or have a lead. Um, we know it's going to be a battle, but uh, we, we feel like this is a team we can beat. Thank you, Coach. Good luck. Thanks, Shep. 
All right, that's head coach Mike Littlewood. Time for our starting lineup with some of those changes that coach mentioned in our starting lineup brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Leading things off is Andrew Pintar. Now that's no change. He's been leading things off for most of the season. However, he's going to be playing a different position tonight. He will start at shortstop, batting second in the lineup. Mitch McIntyre will be in center field. Austin Deming will bat third. He will be playing second base today, batting cleanup, the designated hitter, number 17, Josh Cowden. Jacob Rogers will bat fifth and play third base, hitting in the sixth spot. Sean Rimmers will also be defensively in left field. Freddie Achikar will bat seventh and play first base in right field. Getting the start tonight, batting eighth, Danny Jelilich. And hitting ninth, the catcher, number 11, Abe Valdez. And Tuck, this lineup will be facing Cooper Jerpy. He's a left-handed freshman from California, 6'2", 189 pounds. And he comes in with uh, an ERA of 0.79. So uh, last time I checked, that's pretty good. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, he's not as dominating as the guy we faced in Abel last night, but he's a high-velocity. Uh, he likes to throw his fastballs. About 80% of the time, he's going to come at you at fastball, you know, 93 to 95 from the left side. We're about to get underway here. Temperatures right around 45 degrees. Drizzle most of the day. Expecting uh, more of that as the night continues. But right now, it has stopped. The first pitch to Pintar is in for strike one, and we're officially underway here in Corvallis. I mean, Shep, it rained all day today. <laughs> it did. It did. No question about it. But what else do you expect in the Pacific Northwest? Swing and a miss, strike two to Pintar. And right now we're catching a bit of a break with uh, with no showers, but they are certainly all around us. Well, we asked them as we're running all day, hey, any chance of a cancellation postponement they're like hey it's march in oregon this is what what happens the 0-2 pitch ground ball too short double clutch over to first in time and pintar is retired for the first out yeah just got jammed a little bit on the inside fastball andy armstrong at short Making that throw to first. Joe Casey for the Beavers in left field. Preston Jones in center field. Kyler McMahon in right. We'll get to the rest of the defense for Oregon State momentarily. The batter now Mitch McIntyre. The first pitch from Jerpy. Strike one to McIntyre. Third base. New player. Have not seen him so far. Matthew Gretler. Will be at third, short, Andy Armstrong, Ryan Ober at second, Jacob Melton at first, Troy Clonch behind home plate, and it is now strike two to McIntyre. And Jerpy kind of has like a sidearm kind of fling it type motion. He's a tall left-hander, but he kind of slings it in there. No balls, two strikes, one out, base is empty. Jerpy delivers the 0-2, strike three looking, and... McIntyre is the second out of the inning. Yeah, it took a fastball on the outside corner. It looked like it might be a little outside. Mitch didn't like it, but uh, called strike three. So, base is empty, two outs. Bringing in tonight's second baseman, number 25, Austin Deming. First pitch to Deming. Strike one, swing and miss by Austin. Dim coming in, hitting 161. 
looks at strike two. Dim with one of BYU's four home runs. Cougars with a record of three and six. Eight and one for Oregon State. Swing and a miss. Strike three. And Jerpy makes quick work of the Cougars in the top of the first. Bottom of the inning coming up from Goss Stadium in Corvallis on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Cy Nielsen taking the mound for the BYU Cougars. His third appearance. Cy coming in with a record of 0-1, an ERA of 11.74. He's pitched seven and two-thirds. And Tuck, this is a guy, and you heard Coach talk about it in our pregame comments, need a good start from Cy tonight. Yeah, I mean, he has elite stuff, Shep. He... You know, 94-mile-an-hour fastball up to 95, right? Unbelievable wipeout slider and a changeup. Everything he has spin rate-wise is major league level. He just hasn't been able to have a couple of quality starts yet. He's struggled, and he needs to have a big one because we're going to need him tonight. Yeah, that's the word that you heard Coach Littlewood use. Need a quality start from side tonight. Leading things off for Oregon State, the center fielder Preston Jones. He'll be followed by Ryan Ober and Joe Casey. Those are the three... Beaver players do up here in the bottom of the first. The first pitch misses ball one from Cy. Yeah, I mean, Cy just came out to beat D1 Baseball, came out with their top 10 2022 prospects, and Cy's number seven draft prospect in that class for next year. So it just shows you the kind of stuff he has. It just hasn't, you know, come to fruition yet in this season. The 1 0 pitch in there for strike one. And the sad part was his last year, his last start against Oklahoma State before the season was done abruptly ended um he had it going he threw seven innings you know did give up a home run but really had it going one one pitch ground ball to third and booted by rogers couldn't get it in the glove and looked like he looked like it hit right off of him and bounced yeah he kind of ran away he ran into a bad hop there and ends up hitting off his leg just one of those Airs that you don't see every day. It was a it was a high two hopper right at him, and they gave it a hit. I mean, that is not a hit. That's unbelievable. We'll see if they change that, but right now that was it's a routine out. It's a routine out. That absolutely. I mean, they also did that twice last night. You know, Peyton should have had two airs at short, and they uh, three airs at short, and they only gave him one. They gave all those hits. So Johnson, or excuse me, Jones. At first base with one out, and the batter Ryan Ober. Well, and last night, one. last night showed that not playing catch in critical moments cost us that game. Right, we had that big error in the eighth inning, and that's the run that scored to win the game. Early in this season, Shep, uh, those kind of blunders have really hurt us. One ball, no strikes, nobody out. Runner at first base, the pitch to Ober. Strike one, evening the count at a ball and a strike. Ryan Ober hitting 281. Has two doubles on the season. And two home runs. Nielsen delivers the 1 1. Foul back. Strike two. Now side jumps ahead of Ober. One ball and two strikes. 
Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade from Goss Stadium in Corvallis, Oregon. Game two of the three-game series. Series finale tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock local time, 2 o'clock mountain. We'll obviously have it for you here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. One ball, two strike count. The pitch. Good pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three and out number one. And a big strikeout for Cy Nielsen. And that's the slider right there. That's the pitch that against Texas he was leaving right down the middle in that first inning, Shep, and it was getting absolutely tattooed. But he that was the wipeout, swing and miss, strikeout that you need to see him have. And that was it's good to see that early. Joe Casey, the batter, hitting 316 coming into the ball game today. 13 runs batted in, three home runs. I'm still trying to figure out how they gave that a hit. There's that is no way that cooking right I, I there. keep looking over to see if they've changed it, and they haven't changed it. There is no chance that is a hit. The pitch, strike one to Joe Casey. I mean, I understand that you have to. Hey, he can really. Jones can really run, but it's a two hopper to the third baseman. If he just fields it and throws it, he's easily out. It's an error. He wasn't even halfway down the line no. when Rogers had the ball in his area. The 0-1 pitch. But I promise, I promise you, Shep, if we hit that, it's an error. Because <laughs> it's the it's a pitcher's ERA they don't want to mess with. Right. They want the hitters to have a better average and pitchers to have a better ERA. They don't care about our pitcher. No balls, two strikes, one out, runner at first. Scoreless ball game here in the bottom of the first inning. Now I know why all these guys are batting above 400. <laughs> they're getting all these. They're, they're getting all these hits yeah. that may have been errors. And I'm not disrespecting them because they can hit. I'm just saying that was ridiculous to call that a hit. Cy looks at first and now delivers the 0-2. Ground ball. Third baseman Rogers tries to get a glove on it. Ricochets into left field. Runner going first to third. And Joe Casey now standing at second base. Yeah, that's one of those ones that you actually wish that Rogers wouldn't touch because... Pintar was going to backhand that and had a chance to get the lead runner at second, but because he dove and it tipped off his glove, it then ricocheted up the middle where Pintar was now vacated to get the backhand and turns into a basically hustle double that they'll probably call that. And they did. They scored it a double to left. So two hits, and now two runners in scoring position with just one out. And the catcher, Troy Clonch. Steps to the batter's box facing Cy Nielsen. And these are the spots that that Cy just hasn't been able to catch any breaks. We're talking two infield hits here. And now he's got himself into some damage. First pitch to Clonch. Ground ball to short. Over to first in time. The runner will score. So we have three balls now that are hitting the infield and they have a run scored. And they're going to call it earned because of that, that awful air not hit call there. So... Bottom of the first, one nothing Oregon State. The RBI ground out by Troy Clonch. And that ball was just past the reach of Cy there. He was probably about four inches away from keeping that ball in his glove and not allowing that runner at third to score. It's the simple little things early in this season, these breaks that just haven't been going our way, Shep. Casey now at third. The batter, Kyler McMahon. Kyler looks at ball one from Cy Nielsen. Last night, the first and only run of the ball game came in the bottom of the eighth. Tonight, 
One run in here in the bottom of the first. It's one nothing Beavers. The 1-0. This is low. 2-0 now to McMahon. McMahon, a junior out of Seattle. we got to minimize here if you're Cy. Find a way to get out here and only give up the one run. Two balls, no strikes, two outs, and a runner at third. One run in. The pitch, swing and a miss. Strike one, and a good pitch from Cy. No fans here at Goss Stadium. You know what I don't hear is the crowd noise. Yeah, thank goodness. The piped-in, all-treble crowd noise. The 2-1. Another swing and a miss. Yeah, went to a slider there, and that's that wipeout again. Good job by A blocking that to not allow a run to score. But 2-2 here. Go to your best pitch. Trust your catcher. Trust your defense. And... Get your team back out there on offense to, to see if they can answer for you. Nielsen has fought back. Two balls, two strikes. Looking to get out of this inning with only one run scoring. Side gets the sign from Valdez. Sets and delivers the 2-2. Check swing, and they say he did go around. So strike three. One run does score. So we'll head to the top of the second inning. It's one nothing Beavers on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. First pitch to Josh Cowden. Ground ball to short. Nice glove by Armstrong over to first in time. And Josh Cowden is the first out here in the top of the second inning. It's one nothing for Oregon State. That'll bring up the third baseman, Jacob Rogers. Sean Rimmers in the on-deck circle for the Cougars. Jerpy's first pitch in for strike one to Rodgers. Cooper Jerpy, spelled H-J-E-R-P-E. Well, it looks like our crowd noise is back. Crowd noise? I, I, I jinxed it. Strike two to Jacob Rogers, so Raj falls behind, no balls and two strikes. Rogers worked so hard. Such a great kid. Comes from a good family. Getting a chance to, to start here at third. Already made a blunder defensively, but let's see if we can get it back here. The 0-2. Misses high. One ball and two strikes. How about some good news for you? I know a lot of our listeners are also Utah Jazz fans. Just finding out that uh, Devin Booker, NBA All-Star, is not going to be able to play. And guess who's going to fill in? Mike Conley. So congratulations to Mike Conley. Finally an all-star. Yeah, but, you know, the Jazz just aren't that good. Apparently not. We're picked last. The 1-2 is high. So two balls and two strikes now to Jacob Rogers. Get a fastball here, Rog, and put a good swing on it. One out, nobody on. The 2-2 fouled off. And the count will stay, two balls and two strikes. You know, you look statistically at our offense, and they, you know, it shows that we're batting as a team below 200. But, you know, being that I've been there obviously every game and I see it, and we've had some really good at-bats that just haven't turned into hits. Guys have barreled up balls right at people at Texas, no hits allowed. And it's one of those deals where 
Wow, Clonch let a ball by him? Yeah, that pitch Didn't in the dirt. Possible. And Clonch <laughs> not able to uh, engulf it. It's one of those deals where, you know, sometimes it just kind of puts you into a spiral offensively as a unit. And we haven't – this is the toughest pitching that we've ever faced in an opening 11 games than we've ever had since, you know, I've been here. Payoff pitch. Rogers fouls it off out of play in a nice battle here. By the Cougar third baseman, Jacob Rogers, out of Las Vegas. So statistically, it doesn't look great. Yeah, we have the three wins. We've been in three other games that we lost of the six losses that we had a chance to win. And you'll just look at it and like, do everything we can, Shep, to be prepared for conference play. That's the goal. The 3-2 pitch. Rogers, hard hit ball that will fall into center field. That'll be a base hit, a single for Jacob Rogers. Nice Big turn at first. Thought about maybe going to second, but he'll stay at first base. And the Cougars get their first hit of the ball game. The no-hitter is officially over. It's over early. And we now like BYU that. with one out has a runner at first. Nice job of hitting there by Raj. Yep, nicely done there. Got a full count fastball. Did some damage. Just a few feet to, to left center, and that would have been a double. Sean Rimmer at the plate. With one out and one on. Jerpy. His first pitch is a swing and a miss by Rimmer. And Jerpy is really jerky, Shep. He, <laughs> he he jerks the way that he throws. It's not a natural throwing motion. You can see how the first time you face him, it, it gets on you because he's got good velo, but he just kind of slings it in there. Rogers at first, one out. The 0-1 pitch to Rimmer. Fouled back and out of play. 0-2 now to Sean Rimmer getting the start tonight defensively in left field. Yeah, coach decided to give a couple guys an opportunity with some guys that have been struggling, see if someone else can kind of get hot and get going. No balls, two strikes. Jerpy delivers the 0-2. Ooh. And just misses one ball and two strikes. Boy, you were right. He just missed on that one. Well, and what you're hoping for, and you were going back to, you're getting good at bats. What you hope is that the, the guys don't get too down on themselves. Like, exactly. we're having good at bats, but we're still not getting hits. What's it going to take? You just have to battle through that. You really do. One ball, two strikes. The pitch to Rimmer. And that misses low. Nice job by Sean. Fell behind 0-2. Now work the count. Two balls and two strikes. And this game is so mental over physical most of the time, Shep. It's, you see so many mental mistakes. And, and offensively, a lot of times it's, it's mentally you're just kind of in a funk than it is physically. Rodgers at first. One out. The 2-2 pitch. And another good battle at the plate is Rimmer. Fouls that out of play, and the count stays 2-2. Two and two. I didn't sleep well last night. I know Coach Pratt didn't sleep well as, as well with only the one hit last night. And, and you can say, well, we were facing an elite arm. That's the best arm we'll face this year, yesterday. But so far, I like the swings that our guys have come out with today early in this game. Two balls, two strikes. Jerpy delivers. Good take. This is low, and now the count is full. Right now, it looks like Jerpy's trying to paint around the strike yeah. zone, and he's not getting the call. Yeah, I mean, he got ahead 0-2 quick, and then Hermer's battled back to a full count. 
Rodgers at first, one out. Oregon State leading 1-0. The payoff pitch. Popped it up on the infield. Second baseman, Ober, makes the catch. And Rimmer is retired for the second out. Well, that's what we've seen a ton yesterday. We just did not get on top of the baseball. We had way too many pop flies on fastballs. We were just underneath them and behind. We've got to get back on top of the baseball and try to hit hard ground balls, Shep. The number seven hitter, Freddie Achikar at the plate. Facing Cooper Jerpy. The first pitch to Freddie. Strike one. Two outs and a runner at first. We're in the top of the second. one nothing Oregon State. Jerpy delivers the 0-1. This is low, 1-1 one one now to Freddie Achikar. Yeah, and so far they're making him work a lot harder than Abel had to work in his first couple of innings yesterday. Absolutely. Right but, now, uh, that's 25 pitches. And I believe Abel was through three. At 20-something. At 20-something. Yeah. The 1-1 to Achikar. Get down. That'll be another base hit as it falls in front of the left fielder. So two singles for the Cougars here on the top of the second inning. That is a two-out single by Freddie Achikar. And BYU has the tying run at second base. That's Jacob Rogers. He picked up BYU's first hit of the ball game. So now runners at first and second. And Danny Jelilich getting the start today. Will bat eighth in the order. He's in right field defensively. Well, he's one of our veterans. He's been around a long time, and uh, he's been having some fantastic BP. Uh, his BP's by the way. been fantastic, and man, if he can just turn that into game-like swings, you can really, really help us. The first pitch to Danny, swing and a miss, strike one. Danny's been fighting injuries his whole career, and just trying to keep playing and, and staying positive, and such a great kid, and. I wish him such a success, and I'm just hoping in this situation we could use it. If you get a two-out hit here and tie this game, it would be huge confidence for this team to say, okay, hey, we can do this. 0-1 is the count to Jelilich. Jerpy delivers. Foul back, and now Danny falls behind 0-2. You mentioned has not had a ton of at-bats. This is just his sixth at-bat of the season. Yeah, he got beaten out a little bit in the fall and uh, working his way back in this lineup. And coaches got confidence and trust in him. And he's in a huge spot right here, not only for our team, but for himself, confidence-wise. No balls, two strikes. The pitch to Jelilich. Fouled back, and we'll do it again. In 2019, when we won the league, and, and, and got two and queued in the conference tournament, he batted 320 for us that year as our leadoff hitter and had a really good year. He had his ups and downs with strikeouts, but he finished the year really wrong. And He'd put the ball on the ground and run, and that's the key for him is stay away from the strikeouts, put the ball in play, and let your legs work. No balls, two strikes, two on and two outs. And timeout is called. Jerpy is taking his time. He was paying attention to the runners at first and second, as he should. So timeout was called, and we'll 
do it all over again. No balls, two strikes to Jelilich. Top of the second, one nothing lead for Oregon State. The 0-2 to Jelilich. Nice job. Ball gets passed. Claunch for the second time, although this time he was able to at least get a glove on it, but couldn't bring it in, and both runners will advance. So now two in scoring position. Rogers now at third base. Achikar at second. Well, Claunch tried to frame that high pitch, and he didn't, he didn't get enough around it, and it just snuck out of the web there. Huge pass ball. Could have used that one last night. Absolutely. A <laughs> couple of different times. Big two-out spot here for Jelly with two strikes. Find a way. Put the ball in play and run and let your team tie this game. The one-two pitch to Jelilich. Way outside. Oh, no. Gets all the way to the wall. Rogers diving yeah, in head first. Boy. And he is safe. Great Heads slide. up. Base running by Jacob Rogers. Great slide. Scoring from third. And we're tied at one run apiece here in the top of the second. Yeah. Back-to-back pass balls. Tried to go to the slider there. And, and Clonch, it just bounced over him. And uh, it came back so hard that I was like, oh, no, Rogers doesn't run very well. But he slid head first, which you're not supposed to do it at home plate. Uh, slid head first and got that corner before the tag. Maybe his 6'4 frame yeah, maybe. helped him out a little bit. He could stretch a little bit further. Now you make it hurt here. If Absolutely. You're Find now, a way. Achikar is at third. We're all tied up at one apiece. And the 2-2 pitch, strike three looking. BYU does tie the ball game, though, on the pass ball. And Jacob Rogers, heads up base running, scoring from third. We'll head to the bottom of the second, tied 1-1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. BYU ties the ball game up in the top of the second inning. A ball getting past the catcher, Troy Clonch. Jacob Rogers alertly running and sliding in head first to tie the ball game. We begin the bottom of the second inning, 1-1. Cy Nielsen back out for his second inning of work. He will be facing Matthew Gretler. It's a player we did not see yesterday. He's a sophomore from Bonnie Lake, Washington. And they decided to go to the right-handed hitting third baseman to and, face the lefty. And he looks at ball one from Cy Nielsen. BYU, through two innings, has already doubled the hit output from last night. Well, this is exactly what you wanted to see. 2-0 and now to Gretler. Oregon State scoring... Their run in the bottom of the first. Cougars tying things up in the top of the second. The 2-0. Misses, and now 3-0 to Matthew Gretler. Well, this has been another Achilles heels heel for Cy this year is the walks. Right, he already has, has, ten, he has nine walks now in his first two starts. Nielsen delivers the 3-0, and that's a four-pitch walk to Matthew Gretler leading off the bottom of the second. And that's not what you want. You tie the game up, you want your pitcher to go out there and put up a, a, a three-up, three-down inning and get you right back in there. But still work to be done here. And now the Beavers' best hitter, shortstop Andy Armstrong, comes in hitting 429, 15 hits, 9 RBI. 
Looks like we've got time. So First baseman uh, Freddie Achikar is. He's got a. Uh, you're not allowed to go to your mouth with your hand this year because of the rules to try to, you know, when your hands are feeling dry. So you're allowed to have a wet rag in your back pocket, and he just needed to get a little more moisture on there. Armstrong at the plate. Side back on the mound. Runner at first, nobody out. Leadoff walk began the bottom of the second. 1-1 ball game. Nielsen's first pitch is low, ball one. That's so it's five straight balls to start this inning. Just got to bear down right here, side. Take a little pride and, and, and pound the strike zone. Make these guys earn it. One ball, no strikes, nobody out, runner at first. This is pitch number 21 upcoming for Nielsen. The 1-0 to Armstrong. This is inside. 2-0 now. Six straight balls to begin the bottom of the second inning. Head coach Mike Littlewood is going to walk out. Catcher Abe Valdez will also head out to the mound to talk with Cy. Asking him what's going on here because, I mean, that's six straight and they haven't. Only one of them was close. Him and Abe are talking to make sure they're on the same page. Nobody's in the bullpen. There's a few guys down there because you're only allowed a certain amount of people in the dugout, but uh, nobody's warming up. Yep. Coach Pat sigh on the chest. I think he's just pumping him up a yep. little bit there. Shift. Giving him just a little saying, encouragement. Hey, hey, let your defense work, you know. Hey, they had a couple blunders last inning, a couple infield hits, but just work. Look, you're a ground ball yeah, away from absolutely. getting a double play and eliminating the walk to begin the inning. The batter is Andy Armstrong. It's a 2-0 count. And the 2-0, that misses for ball three. Well, and it's, you know, it's interesting sometimes when, when things start to tailspin a little bit. That's seven straight, right? If we were playing in SEC country, all the fans would be saying, seven straight, ball seven, ball seven, here comes ball eight, and they'd be trying to get in your head right here. There's nobody here. Except the fake crowd Except noise. Except the fake just, crowd just noise. Relax. The 3 0. Good. Strike one from Nielsen. He has such elite stuff, and he just at times just kind of loses command. And I don't know if it's a confidence thing, what it is. Sai is one of the hardest working kids. Fantastic kid. Sai is a great yeah. human being. I love being around Sai. The 3 1 pitch. Man. And that just misses, but not by much. So. The bottom of the second inning begins with back-to-back -back walks to Gretler and Armstrong. So with nobody out, the Beavers have runners at first and second. And also a new player that we have not seen so far in this game, the designated hitter, Garrett Forrester, a freshman from Fair Oaks, California. He will bat in the eighth spot in the order and will hit with two on and nobody out. Well, you would think they would bunt here, but... Uh... They struggled in these situations last night, had a, multiple chances in these situations, and couldn't get a bunt down. Um, but this guy always also looks like he's a big, he's a backup catcher, big power hitter here. 
limited at bats, certainly, but hitting 500. Zai will step off, look back at second base. He does. He obviously two at bats, and he has one double, so <laughs> he's got some juice. Does look good though to look at the uh, stat sheet and see that somebody's hitting 500. The first pitch to Forrester, and that misses. Ball one. And that's the one thing that uh, that size struggled with this year. We faced three really good offensive teams to start this year, and he's been falling behind counts, and that's why he's been hit a little bit. Side delivers the 1-0 in the dirt, gets past Valdez, and like actually they'll him. say they'll, yeah. that hit him. I don't know if that hit him in the foot or in the did, leg. Yeah, it looked like it hit him in the, just a toe, barely got him. That's why it bounced away from Valdez. So the bottom of the second has begun with a walk, a walk, and a hit by pitch. So the Beavers have the bases loaded and nobody out here in the bottom of the second. And this ball game tied at one run apiece. Back to Get your ground ball Jacob right Melton, here. his first at bat. And the first pitch from Cy Good. is in there for strike one. Hey, Cy's got stuff here that, you know, he, he walks them loaded. He can strike out the side just like Abel did last night. Just get in the strike zone and make them earn it right here. Compete. It's all about competing, giving your team a chance. Nielsen looks back at second and now delivers the 0-1. Good. And now strike two, and Cy jumps ahead of Melton. No balls and two strikes. And that's the crazy thing, Shep. Those are the best two pitches he's thrown of the night, and it comes after he couldn't find the zone for the first three batters this inning. But 0-2, this is where you have to throw your best pitch, trust your catcher to block it, and you're going for your strikeout right here. This is a big strikeout spot. Bases loaded, nobody out. The 0-2 pitch. Had a boy. Swing and a miss, strike three, and a massive strikeout for Cy Nielsen and the BYU Cougars. And that's how good his stuff is. You're facing an extremely good hitter. Had a couple of knocks last night. Bases loaded, no outs, and he gets three straight strikes for a strikeout. Back to the top of the order, Preston Jones led the game off. With a single. Let's just call that what it was, yes, an error. It was an error, but I'm going to do everything I can to, to make a phone call the official score and say, hey, seriously, I know we're in the Pacific Northwest and you're allowed to partake in certain herbal things out here, but, I mean, seriously, what what is your mind thinking that that was a hit? <laughs> I had to go there, Shep. Yeah, they're everywhere. You see them everywhere. One out. Good. The first pitch to Jones, Good. strike one. And that's four straight strikes from Cy Nielsen. Get your ground ball and get out of this right here. Compete. That's all we ask. One out. Base is loaded. And now timeout call. Umpire is warning the dugout. They didn't like that pitch. They thought it was outside, and they're, all, they're barking little, over there. A little too much chirping. Come on, Cy. Bear down right here. Find a way. No balls, one strike to the Beaver leadoff hitter, Preston Jones. Sai will step off the mound once again. Now back on the rubber. Jones back in the batter's box. The 0-1. 
Lined into right field. Throw him out, Jelly. Jelilich with the catch. A strong throw. They'll throw to third. And they got him. Oh, oh no. my goodness. They called him safe. The runner tagged from third and will score. So it's now 2-1 Oregon State. And, man, from our vantage point, that absolutely looked like Jelly threw a spot-on throw to third, and the runner was out. Yeah, and there's no replay, so obviously you can't ask for it. And the umpire was in good position, but from our vantage point, we're, we're far away. It's about as far away from third base as you can be. But it looked like he was out from here. And that also goes to show you exactly what type of arm For you sure. have defensively in right field right now from Danny Jones. Absolutely. He's a, he can be a game changer defensively. So walks him loaded, gets the strikeout, gets the sack fly. Now it's first and third. This is a spot here where Cy has to minimize. We've talked about it all the time, but if you can minimize this right here, and just stick to the one run this inning, that would be a huge win for Cy. Massive win. Yeah. It's now 2-1 Oregon State, but still some work to do with runners on the corners and two outs. The batter, the second baseman, Ryan Ober. First pitch to Ober. Good. Fouled out of play, strike one. Did he strike out Ober his first time? Ober did strike out in the first inning. Interesting to see if they get to two strikes here. If... uh, they try to do a little with Forrester, a little trickeration, have him leave early and see if they can try to steal a run from first. Have him take off and see if the guy at third can do a double steal. No balls, one strike, two outs, two on. Two, one, Oregon State. The 0-1 pitch. Yes, he did. And he went around, tried to check the swing, couldn't hold up. All right, 0-2, oh, throw, throw your best. This is where defensively you have to lock in because this is the spot, Chef, I just said. They want to do some trickeration here, the early stop. They're trying to get Abe to throw it and see if they can steal a run. Just strike him out with his pitch and let's end it. End it right here. Limit the damage to just the one run. The 0-2 pitch in the dirt and a great block block by Valdez. He basically slid his whole body, what, three feet to get in front of that slider? Yeah, he did a great job in – both runners stayed at first and third. 2-1 lead for Oregon State here in the bottom of the second. But two outs and runners on the corners. Nielsen looking to end this inning here. The 1-2 pitch. Got a boy. And he got him. Strike three. Oregon State does score the go-ahead run. They lead 2-1, to one, but a big pitching performance to get out of a jam and only one run scoring from Cy Nielsen. Cougars coming to the plate in the top of the third, trailing 2-1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. First pitch to A. Valdez, ball one as we begin the top of the third. Cooper Jerpy. On the mound for Oregon State. Delivers the 1-0. And that misses. Now two balls and no strikes to the Cougar catcher, Abe Valdez, batting ninth in the order. Andrew Pintar in the on-deck circle. He'll be followed by Mitch McIntyre. The 2-0 to Valdez. Misses. Now 3-0. Well, the COVID senior Abe has had some big hits in his career for us. we got to get him going. You know, he's only batting a, a buck 50 coming into today, and... He really had all of his hits against Texas State opening weekend. Jerpy delivers the 3-0, and Valdez taking all the way and looks to strike one. 
3-1 count against a pitcher like this, you just got to be sitting dead red, get a pitch, and do some damage with it. The 3-1 to Abe. Swing and a miss, strike two. And now a full count to Abraham Valdez. The payoff pitch from Jerpy. Uh-oh, coming out of Shep. Lined. <laughs> Don't be scared, Shep. Uh, that was heading you, right for our head. And you ducked. You better believe I ducked. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some glass doors behind us that were open, and that's exactly where it went. The payoff pitch. Ground ball up the middle and into center field. That's BYU's third hit of the ball game, and it's a leadoff single for Abraham Valdez. (laughs) Right in there. Andrew Pintar. We'll bat with nobody out and a runner at first. Look, that's much different than the one hopper that I caught yesterday. But we clearly are in prime so we, position so we have this little, for foul like, balls. We have this little protective, like, half-glass window in front of us. What, about a foot of protection? Yeah, about, a, about a foot. And I've never seen Shep hit the deck the way he did. <laughs> Pintar laying down the bunt right back to the pitcher. They'll throw to first. Pintar is out, but Valdez now into scoring position at second base. Well, if he gets that ball another three inches towards third, he's safe. He's able to sack the runner to second. Sacrifice bunt for Pintar. So tying run at second, bringing in the center fielder, Mitch McIntyre. Cougars now out hitting the Beavers 3-2. First pitch to McIntyre, and that hit him on the hand, and he's in some pain, especially with as cold as it is out here. That's not going to feel good at any point. So they call that a foul ball, or? Clearly, they're not giving him the base. That looked like that hit him right off the hand. Yeah, they're not giving him a hit by pitch. It looks like it's starting to rain now. Rain showers coming in. We had about an hour break from the rain. Not coming too hard. No, but it's expected the rest of the night and then tomorrow as well. One out and an 0-1 count to McIntyre. Jerpy looks back at Valdez at second base. He represents the tying run. The pitch to McIntyre is a ground ball. Nice diving stop by the shortstop, but no throw is made. Valdez will stay at second. And Mitch McIntyre now at first. So with one out, the Cougars in business with runners at first and second. Yeah, and that's a tough read there by Valdez. He would like to get to third on that, but because the third baseman was coming uh, towards it in the six hole, if he dives and makes that play, he probably can tag him. So smart job there to, to not try to advance but now it brings up Deming who another one of those uh, you know guys that have played for us for a few years now that you need to come up big in these spots Austin Deming awaiting the first pitch from Jerpy and the pitcher delivers swing and a miss strike one I tell you what Shep it's just going to take a big knock by somebody on our team we've been fighting for this. And in that big 5-4 comeback from Texas, it was because we got five hits 
in that inning, right? And they were all singles, and they were really good at bats. But, you know, we've gotten two hits in a row now, two hits in this inning, and looking for that third to tie this game up. Jerpy delivers the pitch to Deming. Ground ball too short. They'll go to second for one. Over to first. Not in time. Correct call right there. So the second out is made, but Deming hustling out of the box is safe at first. Valdez now at third with two outs. Runners on the corners. The tying run at third, and Josh Cowden will be the batter. Well, Josh hit a hard ball right at the shortstop his first time up. Love seeing him go that way. Big spot here again. We talked about it. Had a chance with two outs to to add on last inning. Got the passport ball to tie it, but we need that hit, Shep. We need it right here. The first pitch is strike one to Josh Cowden. Yeah, went to the slider first pitch. It's kind of a loopy one there. The second baseman and shortstop are playing up the middle with the first base holding on. If he just rolls one over into the four hole, he can get himself an RBI. Deming at first, Valdez at third. Abe representing the tying run. The 0-1 pitch in the dirt bounces in front of Clanch, but he alertly gets to it. He's certainly uh, working a lot more than he had to do last night. Yes, he is. Come on, Josh. Big hit here. The rain coming down. Light, but steady. One ball, one strike. Count to Cowden. Jerpy delivers to Josh. Fouled back to the screen. Good hack there. Fastball that ran in on his hands there. Fouled it straight back. One and two the count. To the Cougar designated hitter out of Payson, Josh Cowden. Now you just battle. Sit fastball, just breaking ball. And if you get a breaking ball, you just slap it into left. Tying run at third base. BYU trailing 2-1. The 1-2 pitch to Cowden. Foul ball out of play. Off to the left side. We'll do it again, one and two. And usually in the rain, it's an advantage for the pitcher, right? Because the hitter, you know, you've got sometimes it hits your helmet and it starts to, the water can start dripping forward. But then at the same time, the pitcher's, you know, hands getting wet and could slip. So. Jerpy looks at first, kicks and delivers the one, two. Get down, get down. A liner that will fall in front of the right fielder. And Abe Valdez scores from third, an RBI single from Josh Cowden. And this ball game is tied 2-2 in the top of the third. Yeah, and Josh, great job there. Two strikes, got a slider that he just battled. He didn't hit it hard, but it hit it just between the second baseman going back and the right fielder coming in for a big-time two-out tying RBI here. And now where you, if you're Rodgers, you make it hurt. Make Ka- it hurt here and get another one. Cowden at first, Deming advancing up to second. So the go-ahead run is in scoring position. Jacob Rogers at the plate. The first pitch to Rogers. Looks What's, at strike uh, one. Jerpy's pitch count. Jerpy is at 50 pitches. In fact, I believe that last pitch was 51. Yeah, so making him work. Big spot here. 
One hit last night for the Cougars. Five hits tonight, and we're in the third inning. The 0-1 pitch to Rogers, Swing and a foul back to the screen. Strike two. Well, he got a two-strike hit his last time up. It's all about battling here. Be on time for the fastball. If he throws the breaking ball, just put it in play. Two on, two out. 2-2 ball game and an 0-2 count to the Cougar third baseman, Jacob Rogers. The lefty, Jerpy, delivers. Bounces in front of Clonch. Nice block by the Beaver catcher. And it's one ball and two strikes to Jacob Rogers. Come on, Rog, find a way. Dimming at second. Cowden at first. Two-two in the top of the third. The one-two pitch to Rogers. Another pitch low. Went and to a, count two and two. Went to a change up there. He hasn't shown that a ton tonight. Good battle. Taking that ball down. Third baseman is hugging the line there. So there's a huge six hole here. If Rogers can extend the inning, Sean Rimmer in the on-deck circle for BYU. Right now, timeout called by Rogers. Wiping his brim a little bit. Getting the water off. The rain is light, but as I mentioned a second ago, it's it's coming down pretty steady right now. Come on, Raj. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on, and a 2-2 game. Two's across the board here. The 2-2 pitch to Rogers. High fly ball down the right field line into the area where we can't see. It does go into foul territory, and the right fielder, McMahon, does make the catch. Rodgers is retired for the third out, but the Cougars tie the ball game in the top of the third, heading to the bottom of the inning. 2-2 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Bottom of the third inning, 2-2 ball game. Joe Casey looks at strike one from Cy Nielsen. You really need a zero right here from Cy. You tied the game back up, and you need to just get your team back in there. Offense is putting together some really good at-bats. You're going to score some runs tonight. The 0-1. Right back to Cy. He'll take it. Love Underhand it. throw to Atchikard first. Love it. One up, one down as Casey is retired to begin the bottom of the third. Now batting for the Beavers, the catcher, Troy Clonch. Troy Clonch, number 17. Will bat with the bases empty and one out here in the bottom of the third. Game three, the finale of the three-game series. Tomorrow afternoon here from Goss Stadium. 1 p.m. local time, 2 p.m. mountain time. And then next week, home games. The first pitch to Clonch, misses low, ball one. Yeah, we've got our first home game on Saturday against our rival. That's right. 
three-game series against Utah. Yeah, first time we've done that since we've actually uh, left the Mountain West. The first two up at Smith's Ballpark, and then Saturday at home. Ooh, the 1-0 misses. Two balls, no strikes. Greg Rubel will have the call for the two games at Utah. And then I will have the call for the Saturday home game. Oh, it's going to be good to have someone else on the radio. <laughs> I was waiting for something. The 2-0 pitch misses now 3-0. Greg, I believe, is actually on a flight. Probably have landed now, heading to L.A. with women's soccer. At LMU tomorrow, right? At LMU, that's yeah. right. Baseball will be at LMU in a couple weeks. The 3-0, strike one, two clanch. Yeah, we uh, we get kept up on the soccer team pretty regularly on this baseball team with uh, a couple of our guys married to a couple of the soccer players. Yep, Danny Jelilich married to Josie Gwyn Jelilich. The 3-1, a chopper to second base. Deming nice with a nice glove and a throw to first. Two up, two down. Yeah, so Deming has to shift to second today. Pintar moves to short. We're, uh, we're down a player this week, so it makes it a little tough on the infield. Um, so getting a little, uh, what would you call it, not experimental, but just a little different. Just mixing it up yeah, a little bit. Up, just add, adding a little uh, different flavor. Well, it's funny because everyone's like, someone says, oh, Deming at second? I'm like, hey, he was a high school shortstop. I mean, he can play the middle and make, makes his first play. Kyler McMahon. Laying down a bunt right in front of home plate. Valdez jumps nice on it. Job. Throw to first Good in play. time. One, two, three. Go the Beavers in the bottom of the third. We are tied 2-2 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. 